You're listening to the Weekly Bible Lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, August 7, 2022. Subject, Spirit. The golden text is from 1 John. Beloved, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. The responsive reading is from 1 John. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the Spirit of truth, and the spirit of error. I will read from the Bible. Job. There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. John. The hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 1 Corinthians Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And ye are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And seeing the multitudes, 
he went up into a mountain, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns, or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. Hebrews For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Luke And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace.
1 Corinthians. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. 2 Corinthians Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Firmament Spiritual Understanding The Scientific Line of Demarcation Between Truth and Error Between Spirit and So-Called Matter Spiritual understanding, by which human conception, material sense, is separated from truth, is the firmament. Spirit imparts the understanding which uplifts consciousness and leads into all truth. The psalmist saith, The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. 
yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Spiritual sense is the discernment of spiritual good. Understanding is the line of demarcation between the real and unreal. Spiritual understanding unfolds mind, life, truth, and love, and demonstrates the divine sense, giving the spiritual proof of the universe in Christian science. This understanding is not intellectual, is not the result of scholarly attainments. It is the reality of all things brought to light. God's ideas reflect the immortal, unerring, and infinite. The mortal, erring, and finite are human beliefs which apportion to themselves a task impossible for them, that of distinguishing between the false and the true. Objects utterly unlike the original do not reflect that original. Therefore, matter, not being the reflection of spirit, has no real entity. Understanding is a quality of God, a quality which separates Christian science from supposition and makes truth final. Remember Jesus, who nearly 19 centuries ago demonstrated the power of spirit and said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also and who also said, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Jesus taught but one God, one Spirit, who makes man in the image and likeness of himself, of spirit, not of matter. Man reflects infinite truth, life, and love. The nature of man, thus understood, includes all that is implied by the terms image and likeness as used in Scripture. It is recorded that Jesus, as he once journeyed with his students, knew their thoughts read them scientifically. In like manner, he discerned disease and healed the sick. After the same method, events of great moment were foretold by the Hebrew prophets. Our master rebuked the lack of this power when he said, O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? Both Jew and Gentile may have had acute corporeal senses, but mortals need spiritual sense. Jesus once asked, Who touched me? 
Supposing this inquiry to be occasioned by physical contact alone, his disciples answered, The multitude throng thee. Jesus knew, as others did not, that it was not matter, but mortal mind, whose touch called for aid. Repeating his inquiry, he was answered by the faith of a sick woman. His quick apprehension of this mental call illustrated his spirituality. The disciples' misconception of it uncovered their materiality. To divest thoughts of false trusts and material evidences, in order that the spiritual facts of being may appear, this is the great attainment by means of which we shall sweep away the false and give place to the true. Thus, we may establish in truth the temple, or body, whose builder and maker is God. Christian scientists must live under the constant pressure of the apostolic command to come out from the material world and be separate. Paul said, To be spiritually minded is life. We approach God or a life in proportion to our spirituality, our fidelity to truth and love. And in that ratio, we know all human need and are able to discern the thought of the sick and the sinning for the purpose of healing them. Error of any kind cannot hide from the law of God. The science of Christianity is misinterpreted by a material age for it is the healing influence of spirit, not spirits, which the material senses cannot comprehend, which can only be spiritually discerned. Creeds, doctrines, and human hypotheses do not express Christian science, much less can they demonstrate it. In reality, the more closely error simulates truth and so-called matter resembles its essence, mortal mind, the more impotent error becomes as a belief. The nearer a false belief approaches truth without passing the boundary where, having been destroyed by divine love, it ceases to be even an illusion, the riper it becomes for destruction. The more material the belief, the more obvious its error, until divine spirit, supreme in its domain, dominates all matter, and man is found in the likeness of spirit, his original being. The broadest facts array the most falsities against themselves, for they bring error from under cover. It requires courage to utter truth, for the higher truth lifts her voice, 
the louder will error scream, until its inarticulate sound is forever silenced in oblivion. Let us feel the divine energy of spirit, bringing us into newness of life and recognizing no mortal nor material power as able to destroy. Let us rejoice that we are subject to the divine powers that be. Such is the true science of being. Any other theory of life or God is delusive and mythological. The calm, strong currents of true spirituality, the manifestations of which are health, purity, and self-immolation, must deepen human experience until the beliefs of material existence are seen to be a bald imposition and sin, disease, and death give everlasting place to the scientific demonstration of divine spirit and to God's spiritual perfect man. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. God has made man capable of this, and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. I will now read the three daily duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty it shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged.
and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson has been prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of citations from the King James Bible and the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.